Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Yeah, the goal is just you want to you wanna make their life better and they yeah. want to make your life better. Yeah, it seems like the idea is they you want them to be felt like, you know, they want them to feel like they're being heard and seen and valued. Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. How are you today? I'm doing really well. Good. Uh, Yeah, how are you? Doing swell. It's it's gonna be. I'll give you uh, a. I'll give you a guess here. How hot it's gonna be today in Fresno, oh. California. Oh, you want me to guess? Yeah, I want you to guess. I think it's gonna be. It's not gonna be a hundred. I think that's that's too too hot. But I feel like it's gonna be a really hot day. I'm gonna guess ninety five. So ninety five would be like a cooler day here. In oh, the summer. Really? Yeah. 95 is like, oh, that's not bad. Oh. It's going to be 111 degrees today. Whoa. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, I woke up and it was already like 80 something and worked out. Because um, if you don't work out in the morning, you're. Oh, God. You're screwed. You're making a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very, very hot. I think 112 is the record for today, like all time. Um, it, yeah, but yeah, it's pretty regularly above a hundred degrees in the summer here. Dang. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a friggin' desert. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah that's, that's crazy. I don't even know. I'm going to see, we're going to get up to <laughs> what is our temperature? We're going to get up to 84, hmm. which is not bad. Yeah. Not bad. How about the humidity? You know, we got some rain last night, but yeah, it's been kind of humid. I think it's supposed to thunderstorm this weekend. Oh man, I miss I miss those Michigan thunderstorms. I know. Yeah, they're great. So I like nice. Yeah, I like to open all the windows too after it rains. Yeah. Oh, it feels that's the best feeling. And it's like nice and cool. All the humidity is gone cuz it rained. Yes. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Weather. <laughs> What do you want to talk about today? Oh man. Um, I really, (laughs) I really wanted to talk about, uh, relationships specifically just making intentional time to connect with your significant other. 
Yeah, so this has kind of been weird. Corey restarted his job. He's seasonal, so he has, what does he have off? He has winters off, yeah? Yes, yeah. So he's, yeah, It's he's kind of like the reverse of a teacher. So like teachers have right. summers off. He gets three months of winter off. Right. So when he does, he's on in the summer, spring, fall. He yes. he works through the weekends. So his weekends are like Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. So that kind of makes your guys' schedule together a little bit wonky because you have a, a job where Monday to Friday is your work week. Right. Exactly. It's been, we we kind of anticipated this. We knew our schedules would be really off. Having week Not having weekends together is tough. But also another shift that's happened is he used to work during his work days. He used to work uh, an eight to four thirty. Mm-hmm. So we would still we would still have evenings together every day, pretty much, which helped. But now he's shifted to later shifts, so he's not getting home until some days it's eight thirty, um, but some days it's you know, 10 or midnight that he's getting home. Hmm. So I, we might see each other in the morning and we might go to the gym together in the morning, but really we're not spending the, that quality time together. Right. The downtime on the couch or whatever out back. Right. Just hanging out. Yeah, Yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah. And I've started to really feel it recently. I think, I think last week was the first week where you just, you start to, it starts to compound Mm -hmm. and you just start to feel it. You're like, Oh, this kind of sucks a little bit. Yeah. So what are you guys doing about it? Cause I mean, you can't like, this is what is kind of like the dream job for Corey in a way he really wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's not like, all right, well, we're done with that job now. <laughs> like you guys, right. are ma- you guys are trying to make it work. So what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I asked myself that same question. Like, man, what do we, what do we do about this? This doesn't feel good for either of us. Yeah. Um, I started, I was listening to another podcast. It's called the I do podcast and they bring on a lot of relationship experts, like therapists, couples, therapists, mm. and things like that. And so I, I was looking and listening at some of their stuff and they have tons of great ways for couples to be more intentional about spending time together. And I'm, I'm using that word intentional because, you know, I could be working and Corey could be in the living room. Like we're in the same space, but it's not to me, I'm a quality time person. That's my love language. Mm -hmm. To me, that's not spending quality time. That's, you know, my focus is elsewhere. His focus is elsewhere. And so I'm talking about like intentionally making time for the other person. Mm -hmm. So, um, based off of some of the recommendations that I was getting from this other podcast, um, some things I've started doing are, um, one of their recommendations was asking this question every day. And the question is, how can I make your day better? Hmm. 
So you basically turn to the other person and just say, Hey, how can I make your day better? And I've done this a couple of times with Corey before I told him where the question came from. Yeah. And almost always he'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. Just you, you always make my day better. I don't know. Like that's usually his response. Um, The goal is you should, you should try to upgrade their day. You should try to make their day better. You're asking, what do you need for me? Yeah. The goal is just, you want to, you want to make their life better and they want to make your life better. Yeah. It seems like the idea is they, you want them to be felt like. Yes. Yeah. And we're, we're not, I think in general, I don't think people are good about asking for what they need. Mm. And so it gives you the opportunity every day to say, Hey, this is what I need today. Right. Um, that's really tough. I think couples especially, um, can kind of get in that rut of just going through the motions, especially during the week and Mm -hmm. not making that time. And then also feeling like that, like you said, things were starting to compound. You're starting to feel it. I think people are really good at ignoring it, uh, or just like, yeah, ignoring it or kind of brushing it off. Like, uh, well, the weekend's coming, it'll get better then. Um, but then it's like, it just turns into a cycle. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's such a simple act of thoughtfulness, care, and love. Yeah. It's just a simple question. And I've been trying, I miss days, but I try every day to ask, Hey, how can I make your day better today? Mm-hmm. And it could be so simple too. Like you can make my day better today by, I don't know, telling me you love me right now or like a random yes. hug or like whatever, you know, or like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just something so simple. Yeah. And, and that's usually what it should be I mean, on a daily basis. Just yeah. simple thing. So today, um, Corey did something for me. He hung a shelf up in my office. Yeah. And so we bought the shelf a few days ago and it's just been kind of sitting on the floor in the office and we have the brackets, we have everything we need to hang it, but it's really, it's a two person job. I can't do it by myself. He can't really do it by himself. And so he hung that shelf for me today and that made my work day so much better Mm-hmm. I mean, it clears the clutter. I can put stuff up on the shelf now. And so it, it was simple. It didn't take too long. Um, and then when I asked him, he said he was riding his motorcycle to work. So his car is in the garage. He goes, oh, there's a box in the backseat of my car that I just ha- have been meaning to bring in. And I just haven't. Can you bring that into the house for me? Mm-hmm. And again, it's so simple, but it's like a simple act of service like that right. means a lot. Yeah. And I think people will gener- generally pick their love language mm-hmm. idea behind it. That's where my mind went when you say like, what can. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just random hug or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, let's just go spend some quality time. I think that especially like feeding into those little things every day. I mean, that's going to like make your relationship explode and like really, yes. I mean, you're nurturing it. So it's like a plant. You got to water it. Yeah. You do can't you, just let it dry in the sunshine. Do I Yeah. What? Do you and Jess have any daily rituals like that where you kind of hmm. check in with each other? 
Honestly, we don't, but over the past, like I mean, we've been together for five years and throughout that we've had like spurts. Um, so I guess we're on another spurt. We're, we are doing Ramwad together again, which we used to do. Oh, nice. So every night around eight o'clock we'll do uh, a Ramwad together and just, you know, there's no distractions of phone TV or anything, you know, we're mm-hmm. just stretching. And if a conversation happens, it happens. Um, but we're really what you're describing. We're not that intentional on, um, at this point. I think it's cool though, that you guys still have a daily ritual or a daily routine mm-hmm. that you do together. Yeah. And that's, and again, it goes back to, it's very intentional. It's part of your day. Right. Yeah, yeah, we we have to think about. We didn't do it last night, and then just at like nine o'clock, she was like yelled from the bedroom as she was going to bed. She's like, "We didn't do bread." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> and then that way you notice it when it doesn't happen. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it calls we'll attention it to it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what else? Do they have anything else? That they uh besides asking, oh, what can I do to make your day better? Is there anything else going on? Yeah. So they a big thing is physical touch, and mm. so. <laughs> I love this one. I think Corey might hate this one, but um, they recommended setting aside intentional time for cuddling. Mm. So they said 20 minutes would be good because really human touch, humans crave physical touch. It's mm-hmm. it's this biological de-stressor. It's part of human nature. I mean, from a very, from infants, when we're babies, you know, physical touch is all we know. And right. so we start, we kind of crave it after a while. Um, and so they recommended, you know, again, being intentional and almost like set a timer and just focus on being together. It can be like cuddling on the couch. It can be holding hands, but the goal is to connect in that way. And then they also said, as far as physical touch goes, is if you're having a like heated discussion or a disagreement, when you do it and you have that, so like sometimes when that happens, I'll get that like fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. But when you're in that conversation, try to touch the person or try to have that conversation holding hands or like putting your, putting your hand on their knee or something, because it's harder for things to escalate when you feel emotionally connected and you feel physically connected. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey actually does something that when I, when I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed or, you know, having, having a moment, he'll, he'll hug me and we'll do like a shake it out hug and he'll, he'll literally like, we'll embrace and he'll literally just shake me. (laughs) And I laugh every time, but it immediately gets me out of that, that escalation that's happening. Right. That's adorable actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's God. (laughs) I will say so physical touch is, is tops on my love language and mm. it's, it's, I think it's fourth or fifth on Jess's it's, it's lower. So she doesn't mm-hmm. automatically go to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a really like a long journey with like discovering that about each other. 
Yeah. And we're, it's no matter as long as we'll be together, um, we're going to be discovering more and more and like continuing to be reminded and being intentional about it and yeah. recognizing signs that like she does love me and her recognizing signs that I do love her. Um, so like when we do cuddle, it is very intentional because I'm like, I'm like, Hey, you here now. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> like the timer is like, you know, we'll watch an episode or whatever. We're watching a movie. Um, mm-hmm. and I always, always, always when we're done, I like, I feel so like much better and refreshed yeah. and like grounded. Um, so there is totally something to that, regardless of if love language is, you know, physical touches your top or not. Um, cause she feels better too. And like, we feel connected. Um, and you know, and then there's like picking up about other things kind of away from physical touch, but like being intentional about reminding if you guys are kind of opposites on that love language thing, mm-hmm. like recognizing me being able to recognize how she is saying she loves me and doing things has been huge. So she doesn't show it through hugs and touch. Um, she could show it through gifts or words of affirmation mm-hmm. or like checking up on me. So I was eating breakfast yesterday and I had oatmeal, some bacon and sausage. And she was like, you don't have enough protein. Do you have enough protein? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got yeah. my bacon and sausage. But like, it was like that thing, like that's her thing, you know? She's yes. like checking in and like making sure I'm, you know, not babying me, but making sure I have what I need for the day. Yeah. Um, so like that, that was huge too. And just recognizing those things, but man, physical touch, nothing beats that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And I, and I think exactly what you said, it doesn't have to be like, okay, we're going to do 20 minutes of cuddling now. Right. Right. It can Engage. Be, <laughs> it can be, you know, sitting on the couch, holding hands or mm-hmm. like, one person is just like lying their head on the other person's lap while you watch TV. Mm-hmm. Like just making sure that you're having time to connect right. is important. I kind of, it's going to maybe sound creepy or not really, maybe, I don't know. And then, <laughs> or like we're getting intimate in our sleeping habits, but uh-huh. Jess goes to bed before me. Usually. Oh yes. Yeah. She's getting up at like four or 15 now. Um, so I stay up for another half hour, have my alone time, come to bed. And like, my thing is I'll get in bed. The dogs will shuffle around, I'll, whatever. Then mm-hmm. I'll kiss her on the cheek goodnight. And then if she is like laying towards me, I'll like interlock my arm mm-hmm. and like hold like her wrist in a way or like hold her <laughs> yeah. forearm or something like a Aww. Viking, you know, like a Viking handshake. Like you grab yeah. each other's yeah. forearms. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> and sweet. like, I just fall asleep like a baby. I'm kind of a big baby like that. (laughs) Physical touch and like stuff. But it's like we hear physical touch and it's like, oh, like sex. It's not more just sex. It's like so much more. Yeah. Um, Cuddling and like just hand holding and that affection and that connection is is so big and comforting. And it's in a world of fight or flight, like you say, Mm -hmm. um, to have that grounding and and restoring of that balance of your energy Mm -hmm. is uh, I mean, you, you can't go on without that. Yeah, man. What you said about how Jess will express love a little bit differently than you and you're mm-hmm. recognizing it. That just, that's got me thinking a lot now because I do a lot of acts of service. I don't think Corey's, you know, top one or top two love language is acts of service. Mm-hmm. But that's that's one of my top two. So I tend to do it a lot. And I'll do things like 
you know, clean up, do laundry, like pack his lunch. And I'll always <laughs> check in on like, Hey, what, what do you need? What do you need as far as food today? Like I'll make dinner. What do you want for dinner? And it's not just like the age old dinner dilemma of like, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. It's, Hey, I'm going to make dinner. What, what would you like to do? Like what is, what makes sense for you as far as like what you need? Like, do you want a lot of protein? Do you want, what kind of vegetables do you want? That's me trying to like take care of him. Yeah. But I don't know because, because I don't know if acts of service is top on his list, if he would actually recognize that. And I think the same, like, the same would go if we, if we think about like, oh, he's probably doing things for me that I don't always recognize as, hey, he's showing, he's showing love. And that's why the love languages are so important because you might just not be speaking the same language. Totally. totally. And then you get miscommunication and think, oh, yeah. you don't love me. Like, why don't you care about me? It's not yeah. the case. We're just not recognizing each other. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So that's why. That's why people have to know their love language. Yeah. Honestly, go take the test right now. It takes 10 minutes. Yeah. And you should, and if you haven't taken it in a while, retake it. Totally. Mine changed. Um, when we, me and Jess did it the first time after about mm-hmm. two years of dating. Yeah. Um, that's when like our, eye, like my eyes it helped us out a lot. Um, but we retook it probably like right before we moved to Fresno, I think mm-hmm. like somewhere in that range of living in Gaylord. And uh, my top one was the same, but, Um, I think my bottom three shuffled. Uh, So I don't even remember what it was, but I knew like they changed a little bit and hers changed as well. Um, So it it totally changes over the years. And I think it can change with the same partner too. how like, you know, I'll recognize more of like the gift giving from Jess Mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll kind of adapt to that. Like I enjoy gifts more. I enjoy giving gifts more. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, she'll enjoy physical touch a little more. Um, So yeah, I mean, it, it can totally change. And I think yeah. in time, you got, if you spend enough time with your partner, you're going to adapt to their needs if you're recognizing them and you give a shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine changed too. Mine mine kind of shuffled around a little bit. I think Gifts was still at, in the basement. It was the yeah. last one. Yeah. But my top two kind of shuffled. I think at one point, words of affirmation were really important to me. And then that kind of fell down to number three. And so now it's like, um, acts of service is number one, physical touch is number two, then affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they do, they do change. Um, so yeah, I think it is good to get in the habit of just taking it every year or two. Totally. Yeah. Do you, um, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna move on to the next yeah. one. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. These these last couple that I've been trying to work on, they all kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But one of them is make sure you sync your calendars. So sit down. If you use, we use um, a paper calendar on our refrigerator, but sit down and kind of talk about it's good to do it a week out, but it's better to do it a month out and just talk about, Hey, what do you have going on this month? Do you have like stressful weeks? Do you have meetings? Do you have travel plans? Do you have appointments? So that way 
you know ahead of time what weeks are going to be tough, how you can lean on each other, how you can support each other mm-hmm. through like stressful, busy weeks. Um, and you just kind of know the lay of the land. And so sync your calendars in that way, but then also be really intentional, intentional about planning date nights. And I think, I think some people think, oh, date night has to be extravagant or it has to be romantic or means like dinner and drinks. But so especially for me and Corey, we, we won't eat dinner together because he's not getting home till 10 PM or midnight. Right. And so we're not planning date nights. We're not planning romantic dinners. We're not eating out right now. So we're trying to get really creative with, you know, times during the day when we can go out and plan to do something in an intentional. So what we've started doing is on Tuesday when it's his weekend, he's going to plan something for us to do at some point during the day. So it's, it's my work day, but he can plan something to do like during the middle of the afternoon when I'm taking a break or when I'm done with work that day, but he's going to plan it. And it's kind of be, it's going to be kind of a surprise for me. And so, and then I'm going to do the same, um, this weekend. So on Sunday, it's my day off, but he's working and, and I'm going to plan something for us to do in the morning, but it's Mm going to be a surprise. He doesn't know what it's going to be. And it's going to be, I mean, I'm thinking of things like, we're going to go to the farmer's market for an hour or we're going to go ride bikes and get coffee or um, we're going to like go take a walk with Annie or take a hike or something. So it doesn't have to be this big romantic gesture, but it's just, hey, we are going to take an hour or so. I think, so I think what I noticed is we had kind of talked about it passively, like, man, I miss date night. You know, Mm -hmm. we would say things like that, like, Mm -hmm. man, it'd be nice if we could go out to eat. And the other person's kind of like, yeah, that would be nice. But then we don't actually act on it. We just kind of say that and move on like, Mm -hmm. huh, okay. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) next week, but actually sitting down and saying, Hey, on Tuesday, you're going to plan something. And then on Sunday, I'm going to plan something. And then I like that it's a surprise. Yeah. I don't think everyone loves that, but I like that it's like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys could very well just have a calendar up. Like we have a calendar in the kitchen and we mm-hmm. we write everything out for the month and in the coming months as well, if there's stuff already planned. Yeah. So we know what's going on. Like we know we're, we weren't going to Monterey this weekend or Jess is coaching these classes on the weekend or, you know appointments, dentist, doctor, like yes. ev- everything's on the calendar, yeah. um, including, um, getaways, hikes, date night, whatever, or, yeah. or any activities. It's, it's all on there. And we even go as far as, um, this was all Jess is doing. Cause she's the big planner, but, um, she bought like a, a notebook, like a 365 day food calendar. Okay. Yeah. So we write, we, every Sunday we, you know, write our groceries on the grocery list section. And then there's Monday to Sunday of like, here's the meals for the week. 
So that's great for me because I sometimes get home before her at night and I'll start cooking. I don't know. It's Tuesday. I don't know. You know, okay. Taco, it's taco oh, Tuesday, but yes, Wednesday or whatever. Like, I don't know. What are we eating again? I'll like, go look at it. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Let's whip up the salmon. Then. Nice. And that has been a big game changer for us. So like that planning and so there's no miscommunication. There's none of that, you know, the dinner dilemma, like you said. Yeah. Um, but then also like the, the, the together time, it's even, like it's not even date night, just together time is yeah. on there, you know? So. Um, feeding off of feeding off of the food. Uh. Oh, um, another recommendation was cook together. Hmm. So this, again, this isn't always possible, but I mean, everyone has memories of kind of being in the cook, being in the kitchen, cooking with maybe their grandmother, like baking cookies or something. Mm-hmm. And there is something about cooking together, creating together, making a meal together. There is something special and memorable about that. And there's just a lot of memories that we associate with cooking and food. Um, and you could even take that a step further and take a cooking class together. But I would say that's one thing that I, I really like. I think Corey and I, during his off season, were really good at cooking together. Yeah. Um, he would be like, Oh, you're my sous chef. Cause I would, I would <laughs> like to chop things up and then he kind of like mixes it all together and cooks it up. Yeah. But that's always really fun. And I think it goes along with, yeah, planning out your dinners, but then whenever possible cook together. And if you're like us, we're okay. We're not going to be cooking dinner together really right now, but maybe we could do like breakfast in the morning together. Mm-hmm. That's just as good. And then you can start your day together and that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. There's me and Jess have also, we have collected somehow cookbooks, uh, like eight cookbooks. And yeah, every once in a while we, on Sunday, especially we were doing it probably for a month and a half. We would cook a meal together. Um, like something like totally different than what we're used to. Like the usual, we kind of like rotate dinners, right? We have, there's always taco Tuesday, we have salmon, like bison and like the same usual stuff. But like, mm-hmm. so Sunday was like the day where like, you know, we cook this thing together and it's like totally different. Um, and yeah, it's, we always, we remember every single meal we've made like that because it's always oh, been that. delicious and, you know, good time. So that's cool. Do you guys yeah. make scrambled eggs in the morning? How do you make them? Oh, scrambled eggs are my specialty. Oh, really? Uh, yes. How yeah. do you make them? Um, I get the pan pretty hot, pretty hot. So that when you put the butter on it and I use butter in the pan, when you put the, when you put the butter on it, it kind of like bubbles a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I, right now I'll take eggs and break them into the bowl and I whip them up with a fork, but like I kind of aerate them. So Um, I, I don't know how to explain that. It's kind of like an ellipses motion. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) So like you take the fork and you like make a circle, but it's like a rapid circle. Ah, okay. And you're kind of like, you're kind of coming up out of the bowl to get some air and then you Mm. come back down. I'll, uh, I'll send you a video next time I do it. (laughs) You're like 
like a fish like jumping out of water with the fork. <laughs> That's the not egg. a great in the egg ocean no. of egg. Okay, so you, aer- um, you aerate the egg. Yeah, There's so butter I, in the pan. I beat them up and then I beat add I add um egg whites in there and then stir those in mm-hmm. just for a little extra protein. Sure. And then I'll put the eggs in the frying pan and then I'll let them sit a little bit until the edges start to cook. And then I'll push the edges into the middle of the pan. Hmm. until the egg sets all the way around and then I'll flip it over. So it's kind of like an egg pancake, but it's like very fluffy and it's got some creases and crevasses in there. Hmm. The grand Canyon of eggs. Yeah. Yeah, Hmm. exactly. That's, that's how I do them. How do you make your eggs? That's that's like a little almost the same as mine, just a little different in the execution in the pan. Mm-hmm. So I too will use butter. You have to use butter. Um, yes, you have and like to. we use we use Kerrygold butter. It's the best. And we yeah, I like throw it in there. Yeah, let it bubble, and then I whip up the eggs in the bowl. What I've been doing lately because I saw it, um, you cut up little pieces of butter like diced butter almost <gasps> you put it in the egg bef- while you're whisk- uh, whisking it up uh-huh. and that forms like little buttery pockets when you cook the egg of <laughs> like goodness yeah so the the pan's hot butter's rolling whipped up the eggs a little bit of butter in there and then yeah pour it in there and then immediately start working the eggs um, so that's where we differ in the execution i immediately start like working them working oh, them working yeah. them working them working them working them working yes. them and you take them off the heat work them work them work them work them work them and you put them back on the heat and you work them, work them until they're done. And it only takes like 60 huh. seconds. Yeah. Um, and I've learned that I've watched a couple like YouTubers, like chefs and stuff. And like, it's really easy to overcook your eggs. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm pretty careful about that. Cause like, I like my eggs kind of mushy, but it's hard cause you feel like they're not cooked, but they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. So like I've gone like, you know, there's a matter of like 10 to 15 seconds where your eggs can get overcooked. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's been super tricky but I've been trying to get a hang of it. And I had them today and they're pretty solid. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize there was such like, a, there's little freaking art to cooking scrambled eggs. And I yeah. just never knew. But when man, you get it right, it's so good. Man, but you know what? The answer to everything is butter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> that, me and Jess were just talking about that. Everything that tastes good, it's because of butter. Yeah. Totally. Like any fucking schmuck can make a meal. Just put butter on it. <laughs> yeah. And but, then it's delicious. Yeah. It's so crazy. So <laughs> know. you know what we should do? We should, uh, if like you're having trouble relationships, throw some butter on it. Exactly. Throw some butter on your relationship and you should be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Connor. I think, I think that was it. I think we laid out a lot of really good points and um, let's, let's all go get intentional about our relationships. Yeah. 